right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions podcast. As always, this is your boy Smitty back with another one, man. And I am joined by a true inspiration to myself, one of my favorite artists, dog, Vallejo's finest. <laughs> you feel me? My boy LaRussell. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on, dog. Honored. Grateful. <laughs> so before we get into it, where can people find your music, your merch, all of that? Plug yourself in, shamelessly yeah. go ahead. I'm everywhere under LaRussell, L-A-R-U-S-S-E-L-L, goodcompany.co online, good company on YouTube, everywhere. You know, I'm everywhere like air. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. So is LaRussell, yeah, that's the government or is it Russell with the love? That in is front my of name. LaRussell that's the government? is my name. Yeah. <laughs> I respect it. I always had that question and I'm like, am I saying it right? Because I don't <laughs> want to get up here and call him L.A. Russell and it's not. <laughs> you. Feel, I'd have been so tight, but um. So getting into it, first question, right? So me as a recent fan, right? The fame is new to me. Like the everything is new to me. Like my first introduction to you was you in the back of the pickup truck talking about the transmission. Yo, <laughs> beautiful. Grinding. And um, so that's my first introduction. I'm already seeing you 300,000 plus followers and everything. But how much work went into just getting you to the point where you're at now, where people just outside of your state all over the world are starting to recognize you man uh tons you know if you look at our youtube page there's over 500 pieces of content you know that that's all work a lot more than that that's a lot of work a different a bunch of different artists a bunch of different people you look at the credits and the people helping man it's been years years of work and <laughs> hundreds of pieces of content uh Ten thousands of hours. <laughs> ten thousands. You know, say it's uh for you to be a master or something, it takes like ten thousand hours of it. So you definitely Come a on, master I say ten thousand right. shots, right? <laughs> ten thousand. So um with that being said, how many albums in are you? I am dropping my nineteenth album this 19. week. But um that's my albums. I've also written a lot of projects for other artists. So all together, I'm probably at about 26 or 27. 26. And that's just starting from 2018 till now. So four years. Yep, four that's years. A, so when it comes to this music space, because that's that's a lot by any standards. And when it comes to this music, <laughs> a lot of people will come into it and you may get one project every so on and so often for an artist who's coming up and they're trying to get to that next level. Uh, is the dedication and the hard work and the grind, is that what you would preach to them? Uh, definitely. I look at everything like sports and like basketball. You would never get on the court and just score three points and then leave. You're going to try to score as much as you can while you're on the court. That's the goal. Definitely, definitely. Okay. And then at any point during that, because it's like, okay, I'm putting out all these albums. Uh, I'm starting to gain traction. I'm sure there was moments within that where you were like, eh, is this the right thing? Am I taking the right steps? Is it going to blow or not? So take me through that. Was your mindset always, I'm going to make it? Or was there some like peaks and valleys in between that? Um, I always knew I would make it. I just didn't know the degree at which I would. And, um, the speed at which I would, because I was doing something completely different. You know, we were building something hyper independent and trying new things and 
we were we were throwing our own shows early and taking those risks early where it wasn't a lot of people showing up, but we were still taking those losses and still spending that money. So um, I knew I was going to make it. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. And I had a lot of moments where um, I was desperate and, uh, you know, I quit my job kind of early to pursue this. So I needed it to happen. You know, yeah, it wasn't like I had happen. the time to wait around. It had to happen. Okay. Okay. And then in those moments, you feel me? Support is everything. So what was the support system around you? Like when you was going through that, that challenging time, like just getting to where you are now, man, I've always had an incredible support system an incredible group of friends and incredible family. Um, I'm a very easy person to support. I do everything, you know, and when you see somebody talented and good, I mean, you just naturally want to get behind them and aid them in any way you can. Um, you know, my pops invested into me very early and helped me put money into things. My homies always drop money in. Like we, we've we always had a very great collective power in making this shit happen. Love that man. I'll I, I be looking at the videos and I'm I'm watching them and I'm seeing y'all moving merch out the garage and friends and helping and everything helping. And um, it's great to see that there's people who genuinely, like you said, genuinely want to support you and you're an easy person to support. So, how important is it having a spirit of humility of being a humble person along this journey? Um. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a very humble person or not. Um, um, I I think it's just it's important to do work. You know, there's this analogy I like to use. You know, if your car breaks down, you could either sit and wait for help and, and no one knows that you need help and everyone keeps driving past you or you can get your ass out and start pushing it. And usually when you get your ass out and start pushing the car, that's when everybody start to come in and help you get to where you yeah. need to go. So um, very early before anybody helped me, I was the first one pushing my car miles and miles before somebody came and helped me push it, you know. So I think that's the thing that uh, people forget. Like a lot of people sit in a car and wait, you know, they wait for AAA or try to make calls. <laughs> I'm going to get out and push that motherfucker. Okay. Okay. And then, so now getting into, you know, merch, albums, everything like that, you know, I've seen you've adopted this proud to pay system. Yeah. Can you talk about the proud to pay system, what that is and kind of where that came from for you? So, of course, that's like a, yo. Okay. Of course, that's like a a Nipsey indoctrination. You know, I was riding my bike one day and, um, I'm very inspired by Nipsey, of course. And I was just thinking, like, how can I use this blueprint to uh, build what I'm building and have it be effective to me? And, you know, Nipsey was more in the street. So he had a lot of people that was able to support with $100. You know, they could come drop a 100 and buy a couple albums. You know, Hove bought thousands of, uh, you know, a couple hundred albums, $10,000. And um, I don't have that same base. You know, my base is like, Niggas like me who just kind of normal day around the hood, they coming up, we ain't got that much bread. So I decided to just allow people to pay whatever they can because I look at it as $1 made is better than $0 made. So if I could get a person to just give me $1 instead of zero, you know, that's a win. So I, uh, I tested the theory with a show early on because we were already spending all our money on shows and losing. So I was like, fuck it, I'll fund the show and let me just see if people take care of me or not, you know, and, um, 
and we didn't we didn't like we were still in the red at the end but it gave me a good uh vision of what could be possible you know if if i can make this much off 100 people then it's like okay once i get to the point where a thousand people are paying me whatever they feel i'm worth then eventually it will be worthwhile a worthy venture you know and that kind of just sparked it and um from then it was really just about in inclusivity like uh I, I was I, I was a young nigga and I was broke at times and couldn't <laughs> afford things, but I still wanted to do shit. So my thing is just always allowing people to be able to have access to what I'm doing or me or what I'm creating, you know. So when we do things in the open, it's like, bro, if you only got a dollar, come on, we're gonna we're gonna still treat you right, man. Pull up. <laughs> I love that, man. And I think you know, adopting those principles, like you said, Nipsey inspiring it and things like that. Just watching from afar what you do is so dope as far as building community. Um, I feel like, you know, along with the people that supported you to this point, but the people that are showing up to the yard just to come see you and support, you know, is amazing because not every artist, you know, not every person can build a community like that. Some artists, they just pop up out of nowhere, but they don't got a real fan base. Whereas right. I see you and I'm like, no matter what level you are on, your fans are always going to be there for you. And I love that, man. I love that. Right. Yeah. We, man, we really got to cultivate uh, a space at home. You know, I know, I know no matter what, if I can't tour, if I can't go anywhere, I know that home is going to always show up for me. You know, we really, we really put a big focus on home. We've done a lot of work here. So it was, uh, it, you know, it's really a culmination of years of building and pouring into where I'm from. Mm hmm. And so now we're talking about home. I got a question about the pergola, right? That's a big oh. word for a lot of people. Not everybody know what a pergola is. Not everybody <laughs> got a pergola in the hood. <laughs> so the idea for it, because you built it, right? It wasn't always there. So yeah, where did the idea built. for it come from? And just how is that like really started to transform how you connect with people? So um, my goal was really to just build my own venue. You know, I was having... um issues with venues when I were booking shows and just dealing with people who didn't truly believe in my system and how I was doing it. So my thing was just like, I don't want to have to deal with them no more. And I'm always somebody, <laughs> once I'm done with something, I'm going to just figure out a new way. And the best way was to own the venue. You know, it's like, all right, we, we need our own venue. So I just decided to build my own. Um, last year, around this time, I had did a release party in my backyard before the big flip and it was a good turnout. So it was like this year, I was like, man, I want to do that again. But this time, you know, I've, I'm a bit more successful. I have a bit more capital. So it was like, let's 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 just take it to a larger scale. Let's really create a space that people would enjoy being in. And I drew up some shit, me and my daughter's mom. And we drafted <laughs> some ideas and got the homies and made that shit happen. So y'all was really out there, hammers and nails, like putting that thing together. We was really out there, man. Come on, tillers, shovels, dirt, really and the all field. the whole thing. Come on. <laughs> oh man. So with the pergola, do you see that being something as you continue to ascend, still maintaining that piece of it to connect with your fans? For certain, uh, I'm building Disneyland at home. You know, like okay. uh, I don't, I don't really love touring. I don't love the traveling i don't love being on the plane hella long i don't love being in the vans and on the buses <laughs> forever you know so my goal is to build disneyland we're building something where we could bring equity and more capital into the city where we're from so we could fund the schools and fund these kids that are already here and show people that hey this is something that's worth coming to you know like 
people people save up all year to go to Disneyland, and that's something that we're creating here at home as well. A lot of that, man. Disney at home. Come so, on. <laughs> another thing that I love that you do is the game mics. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm looking at the game mics and I'm looking at how you describing it. Like, yo, I just put up 100 points with this mic. Like, I just went 30 for 30 with this mic. Come so on. even that, just the, the, the knowledge to be like, this is going to be worth tons someday. You know, like, where did the idea for the game mics come from? Did someone give you that idea? It just came about, or like, what's the idea? Man, of the game I, mics? It was just, you know, a lot of like a lot of my other ideas. That one night, <laughs> I'll be I'll be smoking or about to go to sleep, and some shit will come up, and I'll try it the next day. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it's a bust, you know, and it's whatever. But um, that happened to be one that worked, and I literally just looked at it like you just said. It's like um, you know, they give away game balls and. You know, players get their jerseys and shit away after big games. And it's like, I'm an artist. This is, you know, I've used yeah. this mic to, we had a sold out show. This was a big moment. And, you know, I, my whole thing is being able to allow the fans to create wealth and generate equity with me while they support me. So if I could give things like this early, where I know in five, 10 years, that mic is going to put somebody through college. Why not? You know, why not? You know, my biggest thing is like sharing all of this wealth and all this resource. I love that, man. So as you continue to grow as an artist, continue to grow as a person, you on this journey of life, man, where do you see yourself in the next year? I won't even say five years, but this time next year, where do you see yourself? Um. Next year, I'll probably be, uh, you know, I'm planning my exit now, you know, honestly, <laughs> uh, the next three years, I'm going to be slowly disappearing. I feel like I've been doing my job and serving my mission and my purpose. So uh, I'm planning my exit out. But, um, uh, you know, I think I'll be one of the biggest that has ever done this in the fashion that I've done it for certain. I think I'm going to, you know, go as one of the greatest hip hop or not just hip hop, but artists to ever kind of navigate this space and and be within this industry and um yeah we just we just kind of putting that work in wherever this work takes us you know I'm somebody I, I know that every time I step on the court I'm gonna try to draw 50 and wherever that takes <laughs> me I'm happy with the result love that man when y'all when you finally do hang it up you feel me your jerseys and the rafters and they they enshrine you they got the statue um, and you go and build that school. Uh, remember me. I'm gonna pop up. We gonna be there at the ribbon. Come on, you gotta <laughs> come be there to the, the pergola, dog. You gotta come to the pergola. I'm gonna definitely come to the pergola. Nah, I'm gonna <laughs> find a way to make that happen. We gonna do it, bro. We definitely gonna make that happen. <laughs> come on. Um. So, another thing I wanted to say, thank you. Right. Your merch. You talked about inclusivity. You are like the only artist I've ever seen that got merch that's bigger than a, a extra large. <laughs> <laughs> you look at people we, merch. We, it's it's so small and, and it's like, you know, I, I for can't a minute get it. we didn't we didn't used to and then you know I started getting a lot of heat and people like man <laughs> and you know like people don't understand for like artists for us to create merch especially a nigga like me you know like bigger sizes do cost more so it's a yeah. higher yield so like people don't understand how much we have to factor into it and someone like me i i produce everything and make all the product and then i tell people pay what you want 
So yeah. I don't always make my money back, you know. So a lot of artists can't afford to take that loss. And I'm not someone who can really afford to take the loss, but I'm willing to take the loss to make sure everybody feels good. But it's not um people don't be understanding. It's not that <laughs> artists don't want to include everyone, but that shit is costly. Numbers is everything. Right? It's not always a cost effective approach. Yeah. Okay. And then sticking with merch, and not even necessarily merch, but what you're offering. So the book right yes limitless man so um what is the book about um how did you come about to even write a book because that on itself is like amazing (laughs) because not everybody has the patience to really do that so what is the book about where can people find it and how did you get to that uh this is actually my second book uh my second offering as an author uh i wrote a book about a couple years back uh, that did pretty well so independently and I kind of stripped it down so it's like if you don't have it you just never you know it's it's out there <laughs> in the world but um this is my second offering it's called limitless to 10,000 shot theory and it's really about life it's really about just um grinding and being consistent and being dedicated and and going after what you want you know it's just a bunch of life gems that I've used to get to this point that has really helped me navigate this world and understand the world that I've just put into my own words and my own perspective and wanted to share it you know it's it's very similar to my music it's just in in author form you know in book form okay I love that man so um next thing I want to ask you you know with um with fame becomes the eyes that are on you you start to get more attention organizations companies people executives start to pay attention so as you're on this road of independence do you ever get tempted to maybe take a deal or or sign on to something or or go with a label or anything like that Definitely. I'm not uh, I'm not anti-label. I'm just anti-trash deals. And that could be whether <laughs> it comes from a label or whether it comes from an indie company or indie label. Like I'm just pro pro doing what's right. You know, we're going to do business. You got to do it the right way. You know, if I get a label offer that really makes sense and feels good and can change my life, then I'm going to take it. You know, the the goal is to always uh build and, and partner with people that can really help you become larger you know my uh i have a mentor named stretch and he told me he said man you want 100 percent of a grape or 50 percent of a watermelon and uh i feel like that's an incredible theory you know like sometimes you got to let go of your grapes to make something larger than life and really reach a certain point it just has to make sense mm. that's the problem and you know early on as an artist in your career your first offers never really make sense because they don't see your value or your worth or if you or they'll see your future. But they'll try to tell you that, well, since you're right here right now, I have yeah. to offer you this based on this. And that's bullshit. But, you know, when when it's the right people and it makes sense with the right amount and things like that, then, yeah, it's, it's something because it's it's a rocket ship, you know, and, and mm. it, it's, it's, it's worthy if you could do everything you want to do and keep running your race my biggest thing with labels was always like i need to be able to do everything i'm doing now because it's working you don't need to come into my system and fuck up what i already have (laughs) going all i need you to do is propel it you know yeah you got to come in and add value to what i'm doing don't come in and just start simple simple as that simple as that okay and then next question so you being from cali being from the bay area right do you have like your Mount Rushmore of Bay Area artists that inspired you or just that you love to listen to? 
Definitely. Mac Dre, E40, Nefta Farrell, uh, all the Bay Legends, Three Times Crazy, Drew Down, you know, Bari, I Am Sue, all the all the HBK. But uh, Mac Dre and 40 is, is like my, you know, that's our our okay. our mouth too short, of course, is up there. He's made so much history here. But Mac Dre and 40 is definitely my uh my my Mount Rushmore, you know, my <laughs> big heads up there. Uh, and then do you see us? I know you're playing an exit strategy. That's still in my head. But like, <laughs> do you see yourself getting on that Mount Rushmore? I think I'm already on there. I love um, that. I, I think I'm already on there personally. That. You know, I haven't uh, I haven't witnessed too many artists come out of this region that's done what I've done or uh, at the level of skill that I'm at. So I would put myself up there. I don't know why I wouldn't be up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you up there too. Fuck it. <laughs> you up there. Um, another thing I love too about you and everything that you're doing is image. Uh, a lot of artists, a lot of people feel like you got to look a certain way to be a certain way. And when I look at all your videos, I'm watching the pergola and everything. Like you got a hoodie on, you in your sweats, you in some slides. Like you are chilling. Like I rolled out of bed and I said, "I'm gonna rock the show," and I did it. Come so, on. <laughs> how how important is that to you to just continue to just be yourself and not feel like you got to dress up or be a puppet or you got to go get this stylist and put this belt on? Man, it's just um, it's the easiest for me and the most comfortable. I never have to be myself because I am myself. You know, like it's it's just as simple as that. <laughs> you know, it takes me the <laughs> it takes me the least amount of effort to just be. You mm. know, I I don't I, all the extra shit takes too much time. Then you got to start looking for clothes and outfits. You got to start getting you. You got to make sure, you know, I don't I don't care about none of that shit. It, this is the easiest thing for me and the most comfortable. And my thing is like rap is 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 a performance piece. I'm here to perform. I'm here to entertain you. I'm, I don't it doesn't matter to me how I look. Are you impressed? You know, if Jordan looks great but he goes in there and scores five points no one gives a damn yeah, <laughs> we don't, don't care i don't care about your nice shoe it doesn't matter to me you know the thing is like did you do the task did you do what needed to be done you know mm -hmm. i used to always wonder why when you go to a job interview you got to dress up and wear shit that you never wear when you start working <laughs> at the company and it's yeah. like it's it's that type of shit is just unnecessary for me it's uh this is where i'm most comfortable like I do my best work when I'm able to just be free and comfortable and put my Crocs on and, and go do my thing. I like to just move about my day. Yeah. Okay. And then I love that because I'm the same way. I go to motivational speaking engagements and I'll be wearing uh, joggers and I got my coconut water in my hand and my t-shirt and I'll be chilling. But Come on. <laughs> um, when it comes to like proximity, right? So do you do everything from where you are now? As far as recording, editing videos, all those different things, the pergola, all Man, that. Out of out of these twenty six projects, I've worked twenty five of them have been from this, <laughs> this room I'm in right now. Right They've where you all are right been now. Made in this room from twenty eighteen till now. Um, a lot of the content that we've shot, like you know, out of the six seven hundred. 550 of those have been from right here in this crib, right in Vallejo, around the city. Um, everything, yeah, everything that we do and create is is where I am. I've 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 had to take full advantage of what I have and where I am. Love that man. 
and I feel like the turnaround time, because I was seeing on one post on. someone commented, they was like, yeah, he did the show like an hour ago. The recap is up now. Like the video's up now. Everything is up now. So like, how important is it for you that you're like staying on top of these things? The turnaround time is there. Pushing everything out is there. How important is that to you? Uh, very. I think that uh, very, especially because my music is about real life. So um, it needs to be in real time. Sometimes if I sit on something too long, I'll just never do it or I'll lose my engagement to it because it's no longer current. Like, you know, it might still hit, but it's not what I'm feeling right now. So I'll just have to ditch it. So lately I've been really on a wave of like, bro, I just made it needs to go out. You know, exactly. like right now I have a project I just made Um, when I was I went to Nebraska for a show and I've been like itching to get it out but i got a few <laughs> projects i need to drop before i'm mm. trying to clear out the whole arsenal now because i don't want to be sitting on shit no more like everything i drop next year i want to be completely fresh like i don't i'm trying to get everything out because i just i hate the idea of something not being current and in real time like if you listen to a rap from me and you hear me say something it, it should it's because i just did it you know it's fresh yeah. it happened Okay, I love that man. Nebraska though, they got black man, people in Nebraska. Right? Man, we did a fest <laughs> out there that we were booked for, and it was a beautiful experience. I've never been to Nebraska in my life. Uh, it was a great experience, <laughs> new, completely new. <laughs> Definitely a lot different than the Bay. Yes, Definitely a lot different. <laughs> um, and then in this music space, right? Are there any artists that you haven't worked with yet that you would love to work with? Um, I mean, you know, like the Drakes and the Coles and the Kendricks <laughs> and the Holes, of course. But uh, yeah. outside of that, I don't really, um, I don't really have like a deep desire to work with anyone specific. I, I like chilling and working with my homies. You know, I'm down yeah. to work with anybody who loves my shit and wants to work with me. But I don't really have any big desire to. You know, you might be the most chill artist I've ever spoken to. And I love that about you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because you are you 100 percent of the time. And I love that. Come on. <laughs> um. So the last question I'm going to ask you. Right. Well, no, second to last question. All right. Whose idea was the pickup truck and y'all being in the back? <laughs> that was that was mine you know i just be thinking of random shit that i think would be cool and different and shit that i haven't seen people do i'm just like all right nigga, let's try something. you know i like to do new shit i i get very um man i get very down when i'm not able to be creative or fresh or new and sometimes the music game just be boring me like i'm just bored with this shit <laughs> i i hate the music that be kind of, i don't hate it but you know i don't love the music yeah. i be saying i don't love the content i don't love the music it, nothing be fresh and exciting so i'll be trying to you know just do the shit that i wish i'd seen or shit that would make <laughs> me smile you know Okay. Okay. And then the last, last question. All right. We're here now. So I ask everybody this, who comes on the show, who comes on the podcast, what is one piece of advice that you would give to a younger version of yourself that you wish you knew? 10,000 shots. Do it every day. Do it all the time and share it. If you want to make it in this game, like 10,000 shots, you really have to, um, you get better with repetition. You know, experience is the greatest teacher in life. That is all you could do. The, the 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 person who is the most experienced is the one who is going to go the furthest. You can't you can't build a house better than a nigga who's been building houses for 30 years and he do it all mm -hmm. the time. 
You just ain't going to be out. I don't care how much schooling you had, how much a nigga told you how you, the nigga who been doing it for 30 years every day, you you can't see him. You feel me? It's <laughs> it just simple as that. And, and with that experience and with that skill becomes like grander time and effort. I've been able to release 26 projects because I've had to write an album hundreds of times. You, mm. you, you're not, I know how to make a song, you know, I've, I've had to do it thousands of times. So it's just, my output is grander because I do it more. You know, the nigga who shoots all the time could drop 50, Kobe dropped 81 points in one game. That's not unreal when a nigga shoots a thousand shots all the time. You know, he does that <laughs> in practice all the time. You feel me? But it looks unreal to us because we don't work at his level. And the thing is, like, when you're a youngin' and you got that time in that space, you know, I'm teaching one of the little homies how to engineer now. And I be telling them, like, bro, don't even worry about trying to be the greatest right now. I You just need to mix a thousand songs. By the time yeah. you mix a thousand, you're going to know some shit that is like, bro, you don't need the school. You need to go do it. You need to go do it. You feel me? Because through that experience, you learn stuff that no one else could teach you you know like i've been mixing and mastering my own music for ever and i'll i'll send some shit off to like engineers who are like you know engineers are established and i'll get shit back and it's like nah that ain't it but it's because like they haven't done it they you know like yeah they went to school and they're accredited or whatever but they haven't done it okay i, I ain't gonna hold you i'm sitting here and i'm just like taking all the mental notes i'm like ten thousand shots working the Kobe's we're going to do it man but with that being said I appreciate you coming on man thank you for responding getting on the show with me man we appreciate you until next time this is Daily Dimensions peace honored appreciate you dog love it man come on <laughs>